Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. They call me Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in for this Monday, February 16th, 2015. This is our 707th episode. Hope you're having a great day or great evening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this show. Thank you very much for tuning in. We do appreciate hearing from you. In fact, today's topic is going to be about viewing the lava or seeing lava when you go to the Big Island. What's the best way to do that? It comes from one of our podcast listener questions, and it came from our friend Michael. And he lives in Minneapolis. Thanks so much for chiming in here, Michael. We're going to answer that for you today. So if you do have a question, drop me a line, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to learn what you're doing. And if you're planning a vacation to Hawaii, hey, all the better. That's what we're all about here. We're located on the island of Oahu. We're broadcasting to you from the island of Oahu in a community known as Hawaii Kai. It's on the southeast side of the island. And it is a picture-perfect day here in paradise. And a great day to be talking about the big island, which may be on your plans or in your plans if you're coming here to Hawaii. And you want to give us a call if you'd like some advice about booking your Hawaii vacation. You can give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. All of our agents are born and raised here or lived here most of their lives. So you can cut to the chase, cut through all the clutter on the internet. And believe me, there's plenty of it out there about this place. And we can help you get right to it. And also help you save some money at the same time. So get involved with us. You'll be very happy that you did. You know, thinking about lava on the Big Island, ever since Mark Twain's famous journey to Hawaii in 1866 as a correspondent for the Sacramento Union, the Kilauea lava flow has been attracting visitors from around the world. And for good reason, when you think about it, this is Mother Nature at her rawest, right? Madame Pele made visible in all her fiery glory. There are few earthly spectacles as compelling as a volcanic eruption when you think about it. It's creation and destruction, beautiful devastation all at once. And under certain conditions, lava pours dramatically into the churning surf at Land's End or lights up the night sky over Holly Mau Mau Crater. Now, there are a few ways to see the lava depending on current conditions of the flow that actually begin, or began, I should say, way back into 1983 when people started actively doing this. And a trip to the Hawaii Volcanoes Observatory and the Hali Mau Mau Crater is going to take you through vast fields of young lava and a desert of forbidding new rock. Right now, the flow has made its way to the sleepy town of Pahoa. Schools and businesses were closed as the flow neared the Pahoa marketplace, but it slowed down and stalled, and businesses have returned. You might have heard about this on the news. It made a lot of national news. But, you know, Pahoa is a ruggedly and doggedly individualistic community, and a lot of the folks there are living off the grid already. And believe me, trust me, these folks are very aware of the environmental conditions that are surrounding them. Uh, for those folks, day to day, the lava is just a simple fact of life. It's not an immediate threat, and people are prepared to evacuate immediately and if necessary, and life goes on. 
And there was a lot of news that was made about this when the lava flow was making its way to the Pahoa transfer station over there. The lava was oozing down this embankment onto the property. It kind of looked like a cheesy 1958 movie. It also claimed one house in its path, but residents had evacuated weeks before that. And for a while, uh, the, the public was allowed to actually view the lava at the station, but then it was restricted for the month of February for restoration work, and then it eventually has returned to operation. Now, the first thing to know about viewing the lava is that the conditions are changing constantly. And, you know, that's pretty much the big takeaway for this podcast, for this podcast, because you really have to contact the National Volcanoes Observatory to find out what's the status with the Crater Rim Drive and the Chain of Craters Road and the nearby hiking trails. There's not a whole lot of them there, but those are the, those are the arteries to get to the lava. And right now, parts of some roads are closed and others are open to, uh, to just foot traffic only. And the observatory's website's updated with daily changes and conditions, and it has all the roads and the hiking restrictions, and especially the sulfur dioxide levels. Now, I'm going to get to that in a moment, but there are lava lakes at Pu'u'o'o Crater and also at the Holly Malmal Crater. Those are the two big lakes where, the, where, where uh, lava is, is magma is, is coming from, sourcing from. There's another thing to keep in mind is that sulfur dioxide level. Now that's the stuff, that's the emissions that create VOG, V-O-G, not to be confused with fog, F-O-G. And that's the haze that takes over the islands when the volcano is particularly active and the winds are starting to clocks from the south side. So when the south side winds start south and that volcano is erupting, you get this VOG and it's hazardous and it poses a serious health risk, especially to people who are sensitive with respiratory conditions uh, when that haze is thick. So if you have asthma or you have any kind of respiratory uh, problems, make sure you have your medication and you're aware of this because the closer you get to the lava, the more dangerous it is. And again, um, as I've been saying, you need to check with the Hawaii Volcanoes Observatory and these conditions, are changing literally from day to day, even from hour to hour sometimes. Now, back to Pahoa. Uh, down in Pahoa, the lava is making its way through some pretty dense native Ohia forest, and the smoke from that and the resulting fires are also having an impact on the air down there in Pahoa. It's important to know that viewing the Kilauea lava flow takes planning. It's not like, you know, you can just drive right up there, take out your camera, and film lava and magma coming out of the ground. That's just not going to happen. Now, down at Pahoa, even though it's only 500 yards from that marketplace, the main flow is actually in a heavy forested area with absolutely no public access. So it's not going to be happening there either. So your best bet is to make your way up to the Kilauea Visitor Center at Volcanoes National Park. Um, and you also need to then consult or consult with a uh, website, which has this great trip planning section. It's pretty comprehensive, too. There's two three-hour trips and then a longer half-day trip that you can take. And so you want to definitely consult 
with the website and also get up there as well when you do get physically here or if you're here and you're listening to this and you're planning on going up there. But with uh, the right planning and, you know, a little luck, it is actually possible to see the lava flow. And believe me, when this happens, it's incredible. The first time I saw lava, I was just blown away. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but there was an image that was trending late last year when this lava flow entered the Pahoa Japanese Cemetery. And it was just unbelievable to watch, to see this picture because dozens of shrines were in, engulfed in the fiery lava, leaving one miraculously untouched, but completely surrounded by a wall of slow cooling rock. It was just an incredible picture. I don't know how they got that picture. It was just fascinating. It's also amazing to me where the lava eventually stops. Because <clears throat> when you think about it, this uh, lava flow that just went into Poic stopped strategically just you know before it was really going to do any damage to any homes. And I think it's just fascinating to think about how that happened. And maybe that's part of the fascination of Kilauea and the flow. It's constantly changing at the flow's leading edges, but once it passes, it becomes almost forever unchanging. You know, kind of final. It's so final. That's why it's important to be very sensitive to what people who live and work in the flow's path are facing. Be empathetic to those folks. They stand to lose everything when you think about it. Of course, the flow is moving slowly, enough for residents to evacuate with their belongings intact. But think about it. Once that flow arrives, that's it. They have nothing after it's over. So to plan to see your trip, uh, I mean, to, to plan to see lava on the Big Island, there are a few agencies to check with uh, for the current conditions. Uh, you want to start with the U.S. Geological Survey Hawaiian Volcano Observatory website. It really is the best place to start, but you also want to check with the Kilauea Visitor Center when uh, making the trip to the Volcanoes National Park. It's open daily from 9 to 5, and there are also really friendly rangers there that are on hand to answer any questions and let you know anything and everything you need to know about the uh, lava. And of course, if you need help with it, I'm here to help you as well. All of our agents here know how to take care of folks who want to make that part of their Hawaii vacation. And there's lots of ways to do the Big Island, but you know, for a lot of people, that's the real impetus for going to the Big Island. It's like, that's the reason they're going. And when you think about it, on the uh, Kona side is where all the big, nicer hotels are, but the lesser nice hotels, I should say, are on the Hilo side, where this volcano is. So keep in mind that you're not going to find big resorts and giant... Uh, you know, high-end hotels there. There are a couple of good, decent properties, but nothing fancy. And of course, you could stay up in volcanoes. That that's they've just recently redone that hotel. It's kind of like a motel hotel that's on the premises there in volcano. And then there's there's lots of bed and breakfasts and air to B and B opportunities as well around that area. So give us a call. Get involved. I'd love to help you plan a trip to Hawaii. Uh, really is the best part of my day is when I'm talking to folks about their plans and how to make their trip even better 
to these beautiful islands. So that's going to wrap it up. That's going to do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please make sure you check out our website, www.hawaii-aloha.com. Give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. I sure would love to hear from you. And just drop me a note on how you think the show is, uh, how, how you like the show, what you think of our content, and how we might be able to improve things as well. All right, that's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. For all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.